So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, 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 hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics and podcast. And as you can see here on the left side of the screen, uh, we will discuss another book actually from Seth Godin. He is, I think he's most famous for being a marketer and a really good marketer and also for his books because, yeah, he has great books at my point of view. Um... This is, I think, I have read one of his books entirely. Uh, it was a marketing book and um, it was kind of the next, um, how should I say, the next chapter or the next book of um, permission marketing, which was his uh, first really book I have discovered. I haven't read it, actually, no. Um, but it is actually quite, uh, or has quite um, the same approach as the book I uh, read. Yeah. Um, I think he's an incredible incredible guy and The Dip, which is the book we will discuss today on the paulminus.com website because actually the powermoves.com uh, yeah, restricted me again from watching their content and I hope that this, this will be good um, in terms of tomorrow actually being able to uh, really go... Uh... No, actually I don't have to because I have finished I'm okay and you're okay. So yeah, um, but the dip is actually a pretty quick read. So um, yeah, I've chosen it for this kind of sake because this was actually always a book I kind of went not going with because it for me it is like um, it is actually about not doing things and being like sure about things you shouldn't be doing in terms of yeah okay you might not be the best at it and therefore you shouldn't be doing it and this was always something I thought like. Yeah, you you know, I'm always like, yeah, if you just really want to do it, then do it. You know, even if you're not the best at it or whatever. But um, the thing is, because it is a quick read and it should be an easy read as well. Um, and I do hope, um, because I think like it's, it could be something in it. And it could be a pretty um, informative and a pretty important read as well. So therefore, I'm not just, you know... Uh, also preventing you from actually getting the experience and getting to know this actual book or this book summary. Uh, but yeah, so The Dip by Seth Godin is a quick and easy little read that teaches you when to quit on ideas and when to stick with them. If something is worth doing, there will be a dip and you need to learn how to navigate it successfully if you're going to come out the other side. Um, yeah, so I've always been like, okay, quitting on ideas, no. Um, the thing is, you should always be truthful to yourself. And this is one of the reasons why I then just kind of feel like, okay, I can just, you know, talk about it anyways. Or I, I can talk about it. Because um, if you're not truthful to yourself and if you're like, yeah, you know, um, I'm going to be the, the biggest entrepreneur out there and whatever. But you are not an entrepreneur and you do not have any, I don't know, qualities as an entrepreneur it will be hard for you, it will be difficult for you, and it won't be your world. And therefore, I say that actually being truthful to yourself is pretty important. But yeah, I uh, do actually... Is everything okay? I think everything is okay. Everything should be okay. 
So yeah, uh, who is this book for? If you are a budding entrepreneur and you're probably full of fantastic ideas for new businesses, business ventures, uh, the challenge that so many face is deciphering uh, when you need to push through the hard times and when you need to quit and move on. This book is the perfect read for anyone that's ever had a business idea and wants to learn a little bit about navigating the new venture dips. About the author, Seth Godin is an American author. He has written 18 books that have been international bestsellers. Some of his key topics are marketing, quitting and leadership. In 2013, Godin was inducted into the Direct Marketing Hall of Fame. Seth has moved on to building online courses such as Alt-MBA. Godin also has become well-practiced at speaking, had a Head has become twice at TED conferences and has spoken in form uh, of companies such as Disney, Google, and Amazon. In front, I think, in front of companies such as Disney, Google, and Amazon, which is definitely a great achievement if you're just a person who just, yeah, spoke before Disney or Google or Amazon, all these really great companies, especially Disney. I think Disney will do really great because, yeah, they have bought Marvel. If I remember correctly, they have bought Marvel and they do just have their own streaming service now. So they will probably be be like, yeah, you know, we have Marvel now and we will, you know, only put Marvel on our fucking stream, streaming service. And therefore, all people who are just uh, pretty into Marvel do just have to fucking go to our streaming service and watch it there. Um, and also, besides that, um, there are several fucking a lot uh, superheroes on the way so now we have Aquaman and I don't know uh, you know all these people I'm not you know pretty educated in this area and um, but there are so many fucking superheroes and there will be so much more and yeah so I think they will make a lot of money this is this is <laughs> a long story short uh, short a uh, long story short uh, the aim of goodness book is to teach you when you need to quit on ideas and when you should should when you should stick with them if something is worth doing there will be a dip and you need to learn how to navigate it successfully if you're going to come out the other side or if you're willing to come out on the other side so the actual book summary quitting and pushing through we've all reached a point in our lives where we have felt like giving up on something a new idea a plan or struggling with business but Godin points out that those who are able to push through the tough times and push through that a little bit extra will be rewarded with extraordinary benefits. And I think that's true, you know, if you just really believe into what you're doing. And, you know, this is actually the thing that I'm doing right now without, you know, patting my back or some shit like this or being like, yeah, no, I'm the best and, you know, some shit, uh, which is definitely not the truth because, you know, I don't know shit business-wise. Um, but I think, you know, my place in terms of the podcast went down enormously and I still produced, you know, I still, I still feel like, you know, I'm just doing them. It, it will just, you know, take a little bit more time or it will just take a lot of time. I should only be patient and someday even, you know, my, my content could be so shit, but, you know, at the end of 2019, so this year actually, do we have 2019 or 18? I think 19, yeah. Um, Never. <laughs> Anyways, at the end of this year, I will do have 2000 fucking posts on my fucking Instagram, which is definitely a number, I would say. And I still now have uh, 530 
And I do believe in just because of the value, uh, volume, sorry, because of the volume and the attention I just, um, I just create with this high volume and this, you know, high amount of, of produced content. I think this is one of the only reasons why I will be just, I will be known or will be just some kind of exposed even a little bit, quite a little bit. You know, I'm not saying like, okay, I don't know. I want to be just, you know, pondering like, yeah, I'm going to have trillions of subscribers on YouTube or some shit like this. But, you know, it would make sense because I do just have so much exposure or created so much exposure for myself over the past, you know, few months or this year that uh, I feel like, okay, you know, if then nothing is happening, I do not know what I should do. You know, maybe then I should, you know, really change up what I'm doing and so on. But uh, yeah, I hope you get what I mean. However, Godin also explains that these extraordinary, extraordinary benefits are also rewarded to those who have the courage to quit something early on when they realize it's not working. They can then readjust and focus the energy elsewhere. And that's also true. You know, if you just really see, you no. Know, um, this is not working for you, and this is not what you like. What would what you would like to do your whole life long, and this is not something you just are passionate about. Then definitely do something else, and just focus your whole energy on things that you actually love, you care about, and things you actually think you can provide good value on. Um, you know, because if you just you know, kind of kind of doing things you're not liking, and you do them like yeah, just you know, I, I just don't like them and then I'm doing it because I have to or just because I will get rich or some shit like this. Um, at the end, it would be much better to just focus on something you actually like because you get much faster to the results you just want to have. Uh, in both Godin's outcomes, the key is making it through the tough times and making it, making it out the other side, whether that's continuing whether that's continuing, t continuing when times are tough or getting out early. Quitting explains that although quitting is often associated with negativity, quitting can actually be strategic. It can be an impactful way to navigate your career and your life. But quitting can be the wrong thing to do in many cases. The trick is knowing when to do what. And Godin will help help teach us how to tell the difference. And I think I think I, I was pretty wrong about this book. You know, I, have, I always thought like this book is some kind of negative and I do not want to just talk about it and I was a little bit disappointed that Seth Godin actually, you know, wrote such a book because I thought like, yeah, um, you know, it is it is not something I feel like uh, it is good. So it always seemed for me to be a little bit negative, but, you know, as he explained his points and what he's thinking, it definitely makes sense and I feel definitely like, yeah, okay, um, I've underestimated it quite or, you know, kind of underestimated it or kind of thought it um, it would be negative, but it's definitely positive, you know. If you just, you know, do stick with something for, you know, maybe a pretty long time even and also in terms of school maybe, you know, if you're attending a school or uh, you're studying something you actually don't like and you, you just so deeply know that you won't just, you know, do the job you have been studying, then um, definitely do something else, even though there might be some kind of struggle just um, implemented in it. But yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Are you the best? Question mark. In society, we celeb celebrate only the superstars. The ones that are recognized are always number one. The number one song, movie, organization or employee. It's rare for the 10th best or even the 20th best to even get mentioned. When you are applying for a job, Godding explains that all interviewers are going to want to know whether, you, whether or not you are the best choice. And to be the best choice means you need, to, you need to be the best choice for this particular situation, for this job, for this role, for this company, right now. It's not a matter of being best in the whole world, it's about being the best in their world, uh, the world they navigate and manage. And this makes sense, totally, because um, as you might know, I do have an internship or an interview for an internship on Tuesday, and um, I just thought about it in, in this way, as he explained it. Um, they will take me because I'm good, but I will. But I'm definitely not the best. I'm definitely not the best in uh, at my age in terms of graphic design and general designing. Definitely not. But I'm 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 good. I do not really want to just underestimate my own skills. I'm pretty good, you know. But I'm I'm not the best. You know, they could hire someone else but I do not maybe have the access to someone better or someone better than me or someone else, you know? And that's the reason why they just, you know, will take me and I hope they will take me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I totally get what he means. Quitting is actually okay. Don't quit is something we all have heard before. The vast majority will encourage you to work harder, longer, train more and work more and persevere. Quitting is not an option as far as they are concerned. However, Godin explores the idea that if success is simply earned by not quitting and essentially working really, really, really hard, then why is it that there is there are successful people and organizations out there not putting in nearly as much time or effort than you are in in order to truly understand this, Golan explains that you need to understand strategic quitting and how it is the key to many successes. As hard as it may may be to believe, Godin points out that you might just need to be quitting a lot more than you currently are. Which is interesting. But as you'll, um, reactive quitting and serial quitting are the, are the ban of those that strive and fail um, and fail. Uh, to get what they want and most people do just that uh, they quit when it's painful and stick uh, and stick when they can't be bothered to quit um, I think this is th this is the big problem a lot of people just quit when they just feel like yeah it's getting painful it's tough times and whatever but the actual thing is okay you know um, at the end you will just be like yeah, you know, these tough times weren't as tough as I thought they would be. And this really reminds me of one of the motivational speeches I have been listening to a lot. Um, it is called Sink or Swim. I do not know the author, uh, to be honest. Um, and unfortunately, I do not know the author. But uh, if you're interested in it, either, you know, just type it in into Google or YouTube. Uh, it is on YouTube, by the way. And, and or go to my YouTube channel in the podcast description or in the YouTube description, wherever you are, uh, or just, you know, on my profile if you are on YouTube. And there should be a playlist with all the motivational speeches I have been listening to my whole, you know, as a whole fundamental for my just journey. And I would definitely invite you to, to go and check them out because they were all pretty nice. They have all pumped me up a lot. And as I said, the sink and swim is, is the one that I've, that I'm just, you know, thinking about because, um, yeah, uh, because he actually said that, you know, 
even if a storm comes, something like that. So I do not remember correctly, I'm sorry. Um, if a storm comes, then, um, you know, and if you get through the storm, you will then just be like, yeah, okay, you know, the storm wasn't as bad as it was. And after the storm, you will probably be uh, another person or maybe you will be another person and you will just deeply appreciate the storm because... Um, and I know what he meant and he was you know speaking about uh, being heartbroken all this stuff um, this is the actual thing you know just going through a divorce or going through just a bad relationship is often maybe just harder than just quitting and or just you know giving up that relationship and actually then having a better one or no one and being much happier with that situation um, but definitely the storm of you know going through a divorce or going for, through a breakup and so on will definitely be not that nice. Definitely not. But um, who knows, you know, whether at the end everything will be better or not. I do just want to zoom in a little bit so that, that you can read it a little bit better. So the curves and the curve and the first... So the first curve, so-called the dip. Godin's dip can be used to explain anything you do or start in life. Initially, almost anything you start can be fun. It's okay. It's kind of it's kind of like the honeymoon period, whether it's attempting a new sport, tackling a new subject or a new job. The first few days are always interesting, new and exciting. And that's totally true. But then there come the days where everything gets a little bit tough and everything gets a little bit mm, mediocre. Uh, there's a certain amount of acceleration in the beginning that seems that stems or stems from the learning experience. Learning something new every day will keep you motivated and keep you driven. You will fit in easy to stay engaged and on task. But then Godin explains that you reach the dip, which is uh, pretty interesting. And this dip occurs during the period between starting and the period when you have truly mastered your new task. It may feel like a really long slog, but Godin explains that this slog should be considered a more of a shortcut because essentially it will get you to the destination the fast it will get you to the destination the fastest way or just the fastest without the slog you will never reach mastery the dip is the difference between the easy beginner technique and the more useful expert approach in skiing or fashion design and yeah i get it you know i kind of get it i hope the second curve the cool cool de sac I don't know, I think it could be French maybe, I don't know. So uh, stick with the dips that are likely to pan out and quit the cool de sacs to focus your resources and that's it. Godin calls the second curve the cool de sac, whatever this is. In French this, <laughs> this means dead end. And this is exactly why he uses this term. The second curve refers to a situation where you continue to work with no change and there's no improvements and no worsening it's just stationary and it's just stationary uh, it's what you call a dead end job something you something with no future outlook something that you continue to show up for day after day while no progress is ever really made and i get it you know if you just know that you will go to work and everything will just be the same especially if you are an expert at something that doesn't require any kind of creativity or kind of freedom for you which is, for example, I don't know, uh, chopping wood. You know, you could be the best wood chopper uh, with your fucking axe or whatever. And you may be able to, you know, fuck down 
20 trees a day and once you have just hit you know your maximum you you know maybe get just either disappointed or to your maximum actually um but there is no just improvement from this on um and i think he means that and that's totally true and there you can just see that something like this you should totally be quitting because if you know there is no future outcome there is nothing that that will just you know what this this really motivates me now that i will still do these fucking episodes and these fucking podcast episodes and youtube episodes because i know that there will be change i just learn something every single day by going through these summaries and i just know that you know there will be just some kind of progress in terms of the numbers in terms of the people who are watching me in terms of all this stuff and i'm pretty fucking excited for the future and in general i'm pretty excited for the future in terms also uh, and also in terms of technology i'm just pretty wondering what what will happen in the next few decades and you know my whole lifespan long uh, what will happen and i know i'm pretty looking forward to seeing you know whether we can live unlimitedly or whether uh, ai took over the whole planet or whatever you know there could be happening so much uh different things and i'm pretty fucking looking forward to it and just really wondering what will happen um so yeah, uh, stick with the dips that are likely to pan out and quit the cul-de-sacs to focus your resources and that's fucking it. And um, this is actually what I would suggest you to do as well. You know, um, yeah. Uh, did you hear this? This was my back. <laughs> In the last episode it was my neck. This episode it's my fucking back. The dip. Anything worth doing while will likely have a dip. Having the ability to push through the tough times when quitting seems like the easier option. The dip creates scarcity. Scarcity creates value. Success happens in the dip. Gordon points out that the dip is actually the key to your success. Without it, you will never reach mastery. Yeah, because it's just a way between being a beginner and being a total master. You know, there's the dip. The vast majority are scared of quitting. Gordon explains that more often than not people are happier to accept mediocrity than to quit and that's and that's because quitting is never easy it's acknowledging that something's not working and you need to move on totally and i think it's most often it is because just acknowledging and just you know kind of proving to yourself or saying to yourself yeah okay i fucked it up i'm not good at this i do just have to do something else if i once ever just come to the conclusion that i'm not good at making these podcasts or making these episodes or, the, or I'm just a person who is not just re really likable to watch, this will be a fucking hard and tough time for me to just accept Then okay, this is nothing I should be doing. I should better just be, be writing blog articles or just doing something else, being a, a freelancer, a freelance artist or whatever. This will be tough for me, definitely. Just um, accepting after so many fucking hard work, okay, um... You know, this is nothing for me. I just see now, okay, uh, I should be doing something else. And especially, I think, in terms of other people who may be then like, yeah, we've always, you know, told you and you've wasted so much time and whatever and whatever. And um, this will also be fucking with you, I think. You know, all the fucking people who will just be like, yeah, I know so much about you or whatever. But yeah, uh, got in some reasons you might fail to become the best in the world. Uh, run out of money and quit. Yeah, definitely. Get scared and quit. <laughs> You're not serious about it and quit. 
uh, lose interest or enthusiasm or settle for being mediocre and quit. Uh, your focus on the short term instead of the long and quit when the short term gets too hard. <laughs> and you pick the wrong thing in which to be the best in the world because you don't have the talent. Yeah. Getting through the dip. Uh, Godin explains that when you get through the dip, that's when you will reach the, up, the big opportunity. The cycle ex expects you to give up to stop when it gets to stop when it gets tough. So by pushing through, you will be rewarded. Godin points out that it is rare to make it through the dip. Therefore, there are fewer people with the ability, and these people, as a result, generate more value. People with the ability to push through the dip and come out the other side unscattered are the best in the world and share this with the minority. What happens when you quit? Godin's not saying never quit. In fact, he has made it quite clear that quitting can be strategic and you should quit often if you're facing the cul-de-sacs or dead ends we referred to earlier. The other time Godin suggests that you quit is if, if whether you're working on has a dip and you know that the reward at the end is never going to be worth the hard work and energy. And this is always a, also a good point because if you just know that, you know, it always depends on whether you're doing just something like charity and you clearly know, okay, it will be a hard thing to do, um, but you will get nothing out of it, but it's, yeah, okay, you get something out of it. You know, the just feeling of being a good person and the feeling of just providing a lot of value or just, you know, providing something for people that are just poor or just, you know, are miserable or, or whatever they are. Um, yeah, totally. You know, you can just see whether there is some kind of outcome that's worth it or not. So creating the projects that not that don't go anywhere is essential if you want to stick out the right ones. Godding's explanation of quitting as a strategy or tactics shows that by quitting a project does not mean you're quitting your long-term strategy. Your plan, you know, this is just definitely, this is just a micro act. By quitting something in the now, this is just something micro. You know, it doesn't mean that you will just never achieve success in your whole life long. That's not saying it, you know, you're just saying to yourself or just, you know, really choosing for yourself, okay, this is a thing that I'm not going to do you know, from now on, you just, you know, start with doing something else, or you just, you know, do something else. Um, you're simply giving up on a one particular approach or tactic that isn't working out. Yeah. Just because you've quit uh, your job as an account, accounts clerk doesn't mean you need to abandon your dream of becoming a hotshot accountant. It just means that the particular role you were in with that particular organization wasn't a good fit. Uh, quitting the projects that don't go anywhere is essential if you want to stick out the right ones. Um, are you a failure? It is important to remember that quitting and fa failing are not the same. Uh, Godin describes strategic quitting as a conscious decision made made by yourself. You have ass assessed your, assist ass your situation and your available and your available options and made the decision that quitting is your best move here. For example, staying in a dead-end job will bring you no further opportunities, whereas quitting will open you up the, will open you up to find a new venture. Therefore, quitting is the smartest smartest choice. It's not the end of your dream, you're just taking a new route. Definitely. Uh, Godin describes failure as the last point, the very end of your dream. It means that you have given up and there are absol absolutely no more options. You have exhausted all of your resources and options. Which is something 
yeah, you know, failure in, in such a context, you should never be doing. You know, there's always an option. There's always a going on and a going further, you know. Failing in terms of, yeah, okay, you just made something wrong or just, you know, something didn't work out that well. Definitely okay, you know. Just failing is a good way to learn. And, and yeah. So failing, on the other hand, means that your dream is over. Godin suggests that you ask yourself, you know, yeah, I, I just can't go through this one, actually, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. Godin suggests that you ask yourself, um, are you panicking? Godin explains that panic comes out of nowhere. It's not planned, it's, it arrives in the moment and it is inescapable. He strongly encourages you you never to quit when you are in a period of panic, it won't end well. When applying strategic quitting, Godin explains that the best result always occurs when you have decided in advance that you will eventually quit, set a date and work towards it, don't quit under panic. Yeah, definitely, because it's always not good to just choose some really important things in a situation where you're really emotional, whether it's a positive emotion or a negative emotion, it doesn't matter. If you're really happy, you might, you know, give a higher tip, which then fucks you at the end or, you know, someday later as well. Or if you're just in a really bad mood, you will just, you know, maybe break up with your with your girlfriend and just regret it afterwards because you were so angry or so so panically or, or whatever. The second one is, are you making measurable progress? Godin explains three situations that anyone can be in, no matter what job, task or venture. You can be moving forward, failing behind or completely stationary. There are no other options and you have got to make progress and moving forward. Without that momentum, you will never reach the end and the success. If you're either stationary or failing behind or falling behind, it's time to sit back and assess the situation and your options. Decide in advance when to quit. Decide before the race the condition that will cause you to stop and drop. So I'll read this again. Decide in advance when to quit. Decide before the race uh, the conditions that will cause you to stop and drop out. Definitely. And now I get it. Um, it makes sense. You know, if you just choose and, and be like, yeah, okay, um, this is actually something that I've been listening to or I, I have been, ex yeah, not experiencing, but I've been learning yesterday um, because I was watching a video of Chris Hadfield, you know, the astronaut, which is an incredible personality, an incredible person and with incredible knowledge as well. And he's just, you know, also funny and he's, you know, very likable, but he's also so, so knowledgeable, as I said. Um, but yeah, and the thing was uh, that I think it was his wife who said that, but um, if you get up in the morning and um, because not because of being tired, but because of being fucked up, you say to yourself, yeah, I do not want to go you know, to my job and I do not want to do this job. And if this happens two times in a row or two times in general, then you will have to stop and quit this job. Um, this is just something like a condition. You know, you tell yourself before that, you know, if you wake up or if you, yeah, if you wake up in the morning two times and you feel like, yeah, you're not willing to go to the job, you don't want to, not because you're tired, but because you just don't want to, uh, then it's definitely just, you know, you know, the end, you know, you just have to quit the job and do something else. And this is then just something like a condition. The conclusion and the key takeaways. Uh, you have 
to you have two options when you reach the dip quit or push you, <laughs> you have two options when you reach the dip which is quit or push through definitely both pursuing uh, pushing through and quitting while you're ahead can result in fantastic opportunities the key is knowing when to do each success happens in the dip quitting can be strategic and actually work in your favor uh, the 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 vast majority are scared of quitting. Quitting and failure are not the same and the best outcomes occur when you have decided in advance to quit and don't make the decision when in, when in a state of panic or under pressure. Under pressure. Dum, 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 dum. Do you know this song? I just pretty love it. I think, you know, it's just uh, yeah, something, one song that I've particular been, been, been listening to quite uh, for a pretty long period of time now. Still great. Still a great one when it comes up. So if you're interested in reading about testing an idea, check out the $100 startup by Chris Galuber, or whatever he's pronounced, I don't know, I'm sorry. Um, this is actually also one of the books I am just willing to go through as well, because I think there's a lot in it, um, or could be something in it. Uh, his book has two key themes, freedom and value. Freedom is what we are all looking for and value is the, is the way to achieve it, definitely. You know, if you're not providing any value or solutions, which is also kind of value, um, then you're fucked and your business is fucked. And, you know, the thing is value is definitely something subjective. You know, value could be, you know, just making someone laugh. Value could be making, you know, general feelings. and But value could also be knowledge. So, yeah. Similar, another great startup read is The Lean Startup by Eric Ries, a scientific methodology specifically for running startups and launching new products, a book I personally learned a lot from. The Third Wave by Steve Case is an insightful look into the future of startups and entrepreneurs in our ever-evolving te technology, technological, technology, te I don't know world examining experience from his own life, large global companies and recent steer, uh, recent uh, startups such as Uber. Case shares plenty of advice for those looking to achieve more and succeed in what he is calling the third wave. <clears throat> Sprint is written by Jake Knapp with help from John Saratsky or whatever and Braden Kovitz. Uh, these three have all been a big part of Google Ventures. Together, they have put together a guide for solving your problems and testing new ideas in just five days. You'll find useful startup examples, including those from Slack and Blue Bottle Coffee. Guidelines is my ebook. Yeah, this is his ebook. Yeah, I'll read it. Uh, Guidelines is my ebook that summarizes the main lessons from 33 of the best selling self help books. In one place. It is the ultimate book summary available as an 80 page ebook and a 150 minute audiobook. Guideline, listens, guideline lists 31 rules or guidelines that you should follow to improve uh, your productivity, become a better leader, to, be, uh, to do better in business, improve your health, succeed in life, and become a happier person. And the actual action steps assess your current situation. Are you moving forward, failing behind, or falling behind, sorry, or currently stationary. Uh, if you're moving forward, then great. However, if you're stationary or falling, falling behind, it's time to, stay, to take a step back, look at your options and decide whether you need to push through the dip or get out while you can. For more by Seth Godin, check out his blog. Yeah, he, is, he has actual a blog 
uh, and read more if you just, you know, buy the full book. And with that being said, this is the end of the episode, I think. I do just want to show you the his actual blog, blog and I hope I can, and I hope I'm actually allowed to. So this is his blog. He has quite a lot of um, articles in here, as you can see. Um, quite, yeah, quite a few topics. And he has also free content and free uh, kind of mini ebooks uh, with his knowledge in, which is definitely a great thing, you know, if you're just willing to get more knowledge and more knowledge. Even though I think we all, and especially me, we all lack some kind of execution. And with this being said, as I said before, <laughs> and I hope you have a wonderful day or wonderful night. Success, health, happiness. I hope you're giving something back as always and a great legacy. And with this being said, I wish you a wonderful day or night and I see you and I love you.